Last year when I was in the hospital, they, I'm a slight billy, they, they admitted me. Because last year I had an episode when I was uh, twisting my uh, back. And uh, they admitted me, but I never got the remission. So the nurse didn't take it. We didn't have to have the Anyway, but I'm good. I'm good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I just don't ever want to have to go through that again. Man, boy, that is cool. When you feel like you can't breathe, feel like you're choking chest feels like somebody's got a you know, vice grip and they got you in there. That is, that is terrible. But anyway, I'm good. But the Lord, hey, I knew the whole time the Lord was with me. I, I, didn't, I, I never was afraid. I told Paul, I said, I never was afraid. Never had any fear. I just knew, I knew everything was going to be all right. If I died, hey, I knew that's the Lord. Paul might not have been, but <laughs> Anyway, okay, so uh, with that, uh, let's, let's stop for just a moment, and, and let's, let's pray that, that at we at the church, and, I, I, and I, know, I, know, I know minimally we do, but let's make sure that we as a church want Jesus Christ to be the number one, have the preeminence in our lives. Uh, so Shirley, you might, I'm going to ask you to lead in this, but 
I'm not leaving him in the uh, Lord, Lordship of Jesus Christ over our children. Now, um, the last prayer I want us to, 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 to pray is let's pray for some other people um, that, that, that need, need some prayer. I really do pray, really, really need some, some real prayer. We, we were, they were single homes this afternoon. That's the word I got from Chris Lockton. Uh, but he is, he, 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 he shot physically. what really was going on in his life. That would help him a lot if he just, just had that clear understanding what his situation was. Uh, it would make his life more tolerable to everybody that needs him to be tolerable. Uh, and, and you may not understand what I'm talking about, but, but sometimes people just don't grab, don't grab hold of the gravity of the situation. They grab hold of the reality for a little bit. Molly, uh, the plan is doing good for for the condition she's in. She she's doing good. We we, we stopped by there this afternoon to see her, and so uh, she's got a good sense of humor back. And she she had she's had a two month ordeal there for her. But continue to lift her up in your prayers. And, and if you haven't called, she 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 appreciates calling her. You know, groups or whatever. You know, she's uh, she she's a pleasant she's a pleasant person to be around. So but if you have that. Cynthia, let's continue to pray for Cynthia. I would ask uh, that uh, she's there to get ready to do some injections and things this thing. But just pray for that relief. Uh, you know that that constant thing is driving me crazy. You know, if you if you're not insane, you can be insane. Because <laughs> that, that people who don't have chronic pain just don't understand what it what it is to have that never ending pain that will not go away. And so let's let's pray for. Let's pray for Paula for surgery's coming up uh, not, not, not too long from now. So let's pray for her. She's going through this surgery for breast cancer. And we're praying for complete and total healing. That's right. Hey. Hey, that's right.
That's the word. That that is the word. Fear not. Only believe. That's right. That, that's right. That's right. I, I seen, I've seen God do wonderful things on Wednesday night. So we just believe together. We trust him together. Amen. 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 Like that, Pastor Rick. Yes, uh, uh, she was a co-worker, right? Her, her, her mom, her, 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 her daughter was a co-worker. Yeah, but she's uh, had, a, had a massive stroke. But she's coming back, and uh, so she's, uh, so she's, she's, uh, uh, you know, it, it's slow, but she's beginning to move. She's even trying to talk. Man, she's got a stroke, but she's trying to talk. And so, so there's some positives, there's some real positive things uh, that is that is going on. And so uh, we thank God for that situation. I thought it was rare. Um, there, there's always needs in our country, uh, all around us. People that sit, let's, as I say, if you want to see condition, people go to the emergency room. I'm telling you, that day I just never seen so many, so many, so, so many people uh, in the emergency room. And it's, it's amazed. It is absolutely amazed. But I will applaud the nurses and the doctors. They've handled everything in a professional way, and they, they've done a great job with everything that was going on. Anybody else have a, have a prayer need? You want another man to pray over you? Uh, before we have this last service before we get to
No, that absence of specifics is that uh, we, we, we didn't have the prayer time Tuesday night. Last night, because the weather was so, so bad. Um, but I understand y'all going to meet tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Is it okay for me to open it up if anybody wants to come? If any, if any would like to come tomorrow night at 7 o'clock and pray, church will open the prayers at that particular time. Okay? All right. All right. Thank y'all. So let's let's transition now uh, into our uh, into our lesson uh, for this evening. Uh, in this last in this last uh, this lesson in the series of walking uh, in the Spirit, we're going to look at the prayer path of faith. And uh, what we're going to be what we're going to be using as a model here is the Lord's Prayer. Um, and we've we've gone through this before, but look, I don't want to mess it up a little much uh, because there is so much in this prayer the Lord taught his disciples. Pray, and subsequently taught is teaching us to pray through the word uh, that we can use it as a as a as a path to faith, and that's going to be the emphasis of this of using this of helping to bring us to a greater faith and understanding of what God uh, has for us. So this is this is the prayer. So let's look at this uh, first of all. In this manner, therefore, pray. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now this is a wonderful prayer in and of itself. Many people call it a model prayer. And it, and it is. I don't think it was ever intended to be a prayer in the sense you just, that's the only prayer you ever pray. You pray through it. Now I think it is a good way to model praying. I think it's a good way to use, to get different elements of our prayer. And often I go to the Lord's Prayer. Often I'll use that in my prayer life. Uh, but there's a lot of other scriptures I use as well. But I think as you pray through this, think about what is what we're what we're commissioned to pray and what we're supposed to be praying. This is going to be broken down into six steps. This is this is what what we're talking. Often when I read this Lord's Prayer, but this is not originally the Lord's Prayer. I'm modeling that for someone else. Uh, but what we call confident faith and it's the first uh, two words of the prayer our 
Father. Now, one thing that we have to understand, and I think is, 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 is a legitimate way of approaching this, it, let me ask you this question. Would you go to someone and ask them to pray for you if you had no confidence in them? No, why not? Why would you go to somebody that you don't have any confidence to pray for? <laughs> you don't think you want the prayer to go somewhere. You want, you want it to touch somewhere. So if you don't have confidence in that person, then you're not thinking that prayer is going to accomplish anything. Well, I think the same principle applies as we approach God. If we don't have confidence in God, if we don't trust in Him, then if we go to Him in prayer, if we don't believe He's able to do anything or accomplish anything or achieve anything, why go to him? So this is the whole premise here in this first, in this first step, is that you have to develop an overwhelming confidence in our God. And we, of course the word's our Father, but look, that's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's the totality of God uh, that we're talking about. Now, when we look at this, this particular passage uh, in 1 John, now notice what, what he says. Now, this is the what? Confidence that we have in him. Now, that's a reference to God. That if we do what? If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, you notice We've got to have confidence. It's like Mark. Mark's got confidence. He's trusting. He's believing. Believe. That's, I think that's the reason God's given, given, given us that word for this year. Believe. If we've got that kind of confidence, then we can ask according to what? Ah, I think that is so very important. It's seeking first. What is God's will? Well, I know there, there's generic things out there. And I think you have to be careful with those generic things that are out there. But when we get in his word, we study his word, we pray, we seek his face, then we can begin to discover his will. I was at one of the most wonderful prayer meeting, Saturday morning, I have been in ever. It was just wonderful. And it wasn't, it was, wasn't like, you know, uh, 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 rockets red glare, and it, it wasn't like a, a shouting, you know, that kind of, you think of a Pentecostal prayer meeting. But it was just, it, it was just so rich. Uh, I consider him a friend. Uh, and uh, and I, I, I've read most of his books. I mean, Doug Small, he, he, is a, he, he is a religious expert on prayer. He has given his life to the study of prayer. And, and, and he was leading us in a prayer meeting. It was primarily for the ministers, but other people were there. And, and I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how many people showed up. That was the first time. 
Because generally, if you call for a prayer meeting, you won't have a low attendance call for a prayer meeting. That, 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 that'll do it. That, that'll, that, that'll take it. And it being, you know, and Saturday was a rainy, it was rainy, and I thought, there won't be no, boy, I, I bet there was nearly a hundred people showed up. It was wonderful. And, and what he did, he had us, rather than, rather than, it was in the tabernacle at, at, at done, and rather than having, um, like, rows of chairs and sections like this, when it, he had, he had circles, he had like concentric circles. And, you know, and it went out. And when I walked in, I thought, well, they, they ain't got a lot of faith here. They don't believe any people come up, but I don't understand why. And they had to start pulling out chairs. We didn't have enough, they didn't have enough chairs set up for everybody to sit. And, and what he was talking about was our relationship with the Father. And he had us in these circles to bring us, and it, and it so happened. I, 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 I mess on people about being backseat Baptist, but a lot of times I go to stuff like that, I, I like to sit near the back, not the front. But I got in the inner circle. Uh, because by the time uh, the time I settled down, uh, that was the only place there was. People people don't like to get into the inner circle, but I got to, in the inner circle, and it, I'm telling you, it was just 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 the way he led us, how he led us in prayer, and how we prayed, and uh, how we sought God. But 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 in in this, and what what I was trying to finally get around to, this this thing praying according to His will. One of the things that, that I know, he, 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 made, he made a lot of statements. He was just affirming what I've already discovered over these, these many years. And he and I have been, been ministering about the same length of time. Is that if you, if, you, if you boil down most of the praying that goes on in church, is self-centered prayer. Lord, I need this. Lord, I need that. Lord, I've got to have this. Lord, give me this. Give me this. Give me this. I, it, it, is, it, it is centered on me. Give me, Lord. Give me, Lord. I need, Lord. I, I want you to do this. I'm desperate, God. I need you, Lord. And, you know, he made observations, which I, you know, some people only come to God when they get in desperate straits. If that's the only praying we ever do, we're praying all. Now, there's nothing wrong with praying for our needs. It's okay. It's okay to pray for our needs. And, and, and it, it was amazing. In, in, he just had us all pray at first. That, that's how we started. He just gave me a direction. Just, just pray. However you want to pray, you walk in what is. So I just knelt in my, my chair and prayed. And this was my prayer. I said, Lord, we have had so much of your We understand your hand. God, we need faith. We need to see you. Help us to learn to seek your face. And then he, then the next thing, when he broke that, when we broke that from that, then the next thing, that's what he said. He, he, he said, he said, we need the face of God, not just the hand of God. Oh, 
See, you never discover the will of God if you only have his instructions. You find his will when you seek his face. And what we mean by seeking his face is you're seeking to know Just his presence, but his presence. To know who he is. That's where we find the will of God. It's not always easy, but I think this is part of what, what, what John is saying here. He said, and if we know that he hears us, going back to that confidence, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Now, now a lot of people jump to this, jump to this verse. They, they don't, they, 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 they overlook this. They overlook this according to his will. I've had people over, over, over my years tell me, don't pray according to grip to the will of God. There was a whole thing, especially in the um, in, in the prosperity gospel movement and and, 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 and and other movements that were associated with that. There, there was there was this thing that you don't have to pray for God's will. And the way they present it is is almost if if I speak it, then that's God's will. Let me tell you, just because you speak it don't mean it makes it God's will. And I remember those days. You y'all too, y'all too young. I remember those days of people asking for Cadillacs and asking for this and asking for that and at, you know, asking for all of this stuff. Now, if God wants to give you a Cadillac, He'll give you a Cadillac. But I think there's other things of more priority than your creature comforts and what you want. But when you jump here, we've got the confidence in him that we can ask according to his will. And if we know that he hears us, then oh, I've heard, I've heard this from so taken out of context and so misquoted and so well, you can ask him whatever you want. Whatever you want is yours, is yours. Hears us, and we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. And there's times, there's times, I'm going to use Mark again, there's times you know that you know. You know this is what God is going to do. And you can stand on that. I don't care how, I don't care what, what anybody else says. How crazy anybody else is. You, you say, I, 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 right now, I'm, I'm, I'm enamored with Noah. Just think about Noah. 
Thinking about what God told Noah to do. You think about how crazy that is. I can understand why people of this generation thought he was a wacko. Build a what? God's going to do what? We're going to be what? You're a wacko. We need to send you down to the local witch doctor. I don't know. <laughs> Mental health. That's right. Mental health. But you just think, you just think about it. Why did Noah do what he did? Because he heard the voice of God. He knew it was the voice of God. He believed it was the voice of God. And he did it. And God did everything he said he would do. And what I've been, what I've been struggling with is there's some things that God's been working, working on me. And I keep going, I keep it, why aren't you doing it? God, if I spoke to Noah, why can't he speak to you? Why can't you believe me? Noah did what he did because he believed. What's walking going to do with us? Got to get some exercise in, you know? A absolutely. Now, now I, I'm crazy enough to believe if the people had not followed him, if he'd been nothing but Joshua, God would have done the same thing. Even without the nation of Israel, even without the Ark of the Covenant, even without the priests, even without all of that entourage that was walking around that city, I believe that there would be one man that would have done it. Joshua, because he heard the voice of God, if everybody else says, I, I'm not going to believe that. Going back to Noah, how many in his generation believed? That's right. You know how many of those that, that were Eight. Eight people out of thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Eight people, only eight people believed. We, we, and I say we, I, 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 I thought I'm talking to me more than I'm talking to you. We exercise, we, we, it's easy to talk about another thing that exercises that faith. As I, I, I said in other occasions with, you know, there's been times I, I climbed out on that limb and it looked like in spite of everything, everything I could do, that limb was going to break out from under me. And I've had these conversations with God. God, I walked on this limb because I believe that's where you told me to walk. Now, God, if this limb breaks out from under me and I fall, it's, you, it's your name on the line. 
have you ever had conversations like that with God? I have. I mean, I've had conversations with God. Your name's on the line here. Not that we don't know it. I mean, you know. Of course, my name's on the line, too. But there's sometimes like that. Just because God asks me doesn't mean it's easy. doesn't mean it comes easy. doesn't mean it happens just like that. But we have to keep believing and trusting. And so then we know that we have what we ask of him. So, pardon me. Fellowship, that's right. You've got to have fellowship with him. So it's not just this, I ask, I believe, I receive. There, there, you've, you've got to be aligned with him. If you're not aligned with him, you can ask whatever you want to. Things might happen. You know, sometimes, you know, some of these faith healers, okay, please, I don't um, But some of these so-called faith healers, some of this is real. Y'all, y'all, y'all understand that? I mean... Benny Hinn is one of them. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's documented. Benny Hinn actually manipulated a lot of things to happen. Uh, Robert Tilton. Y'all remember Robert Tilton? Y'all remember him? Oh, Lord. He, he's, he's the one that, uh, he, he, he's the one, if you'll send in a donation Whatever amount, and uh, and and he 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 claimed, and he would send you anointed prayer cloth, and whatever you asked, you got that anointed prayer cloth from him, and he prayed it, and whatever you asked, you're gonna get it, and he claimed. I heard now. I heard this. I saw. I saw this episode. And he was one of those criers. So, you know, they're, they're all criers. Most of them, are, you know, they, they, they're not, they don't have a good one. And I'll pray. And, and there's the ink mark where I lay my head on every letter. And the ink has just transferred into my skin. You know what they found? They found dumpsters of these letters. Then open, get the offering out, and everything else is thrown in the trash. That's documented. That's not hearsay. That's that is documented stuff. This, this is not what we're talking about. We have prayer handkerchiefs. These are prayed by simple, prayed over by simple, ordinary individuals. We believe we believe that God can use these. We ain't ask a dime for nobody. We ain't ask you. Well, if you put a little extra in the offering plate. I know we talked about it before. Some of these, some of these, uh, uh, some of these healing meets, and I could talk to people, and I'd make you mad if I would, but I won't. They have prayer lines. Now I've not seen this, but I've talked to people who've actually been through this. They have prayer lines. They have a thousand dollar healing line. They have a five hundred dollar healing. They have a $200 healing line. 
they have a $100 healing line. And then if you don't have any of that, then you can come over here and somebody might pray with you. If you give $1,000, the evangelist will pray over you. I don't know. I don't know. I, but people are so, so and, and, that, that, and that's part of it. They, they're, they're desperate, and, and, and some of it's with egotistical. They've got an ego that goes into it. I've got $1,000. I can go right straight to him and pay my, my, my way to him. Some people will take and, and, and you know, with our take, credit, credit cards, um, they, they'll put it on credit cards and stuff like that. But I think you're absolutely right, Paul. Some people are just absolutely desperate to try to find. Time God spoke to him to the time of the flood was a week. It's about a hundred and twenty years. And he never gave up. If, if, if it don't happen right now, God, you said it, I believe it. It's gonna happen. If it don't happen right now, I believe I'm just going to give it up. I'm just going to walk away from it. Just like with Noah. Noah didn't walk away from it. Noah didn't step away from it. Because he knew what God told him to do. You're absolutely right. A lot of people said, I'm praying. Pray. But they, 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 they never offered. Never had that. Okay, so, 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 uh, I think I've kind of alluded to this. Uh, I, I don't have the story of the prodigal son in the scripture, but I'll, I think I'll even have the story of the prodigal son. So, what we're going to do, uh, we want to look at some lessons from the story of the prodigal son as it relates 
to our Father. And I think there's a difference. There's some good parallels here. Now, do you remember the prodigal son who went to his father and said, I want you to give me the Isaac. And I want to go. I want to do what I want to do. I want to live like I want to live. If I ever live it under your domain, if I live it, I live it under your house. Give me, what, give me what's coming to me, Daddy. And I'm going to go out and have me a good time. Well, he did. So, Father, now most of us, I don't know. I don't know how we've been left out. But I will hand it all over to you. Go do it that But the daddy did. He left. And you know what he, you know what he did? You know what he did with his money? He squandered it. On what? Any and everything. Why and women I mean, really, if you read it, I know that's not what it says in the Bible. If you reduce that, that's what it is. Wine, women, and songs. Uh, on, 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 on uh, what, what does King James call it? Uh, righteous living. So when the money ran out, what happened? There was no more wine, women, and songs. That, that, and so he got, he got in such desperation he hires himself out to someone in the area, wherever the town he, he was in, and evidently not a Jewish person. Because most Jewish people did not raise wine. Because wine was dirty. It was unclean. So you're going to make, going to make the assumption he put his hand to the hands of the table. Now, that, 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 I, I can't support that scripture. That's, that's kind of the assumption. And so the job he got on this pagan farm was feeding hogs. And he had a revelation. You remember, you remember revelation he had? What revelation did this young man have? And he goes, but the first revelation he had, he said, my goodness, the servants in my father's house eat better than I do. Here I am, I'm going to eat pig slop. And the servants in my father's house are eating from his table. So this is the second revelation he had. I need to go home. What I need to do. Now, I know I've messed it up. That's right. No, no, it couldn't have been easy. This, I mean, he had to swallow a lot. But I need to go home. That's where I, that, that's where I need to be. I need to be back home. I know I, I messed it up, Lord. And I know I can't have a position in the family anymore. But I'll be content of being one of my father's. So what did he do? He went home. So, this is what we learn. We learn about God's quest for us. As the young man is going back home, what did the father do? He saw him far off. And what did he do?
first thing he did. He didn't wait for the sons of Jeff to knock on his door and have one of the servants open the door. The devil was waiting for Paul while he did his dream. He dreamed. And you know why he did that? He loved it. And he never took his eye off of that road in which he was going to wait for them. He kept looking. He believed that one day his son was going to come back. And when he did, he dreamed for it. I think sometimes we do we forget about it. God thought of us. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know we talk about you, you come looking for him, you seek him. You know what? When we, when we seek him, he saw us. He loved us so much. You know what he did? You know what he did. He came down himself in the midst of it. He wouldn't let us go. No matter how bad it was. So we learn about God's quest. He didn't make us do, you know, there, there's repentance, but he didn't say, okay, now if you do this, 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 I might let you back in this town. He accepted us as we are. And even our mess. Also, we find we have a God that the Father received his son. He took him back in. The Father bestowed upon his son wonderful blessings. This is what Gerald's talking about. There was four blessings that the father bestowed upon his son. And these are the four gifts of the father. He gave him a robe. That's right. He gave him a robe. You know why he gave him a robe? Probably whatever he had, he might have even had to sell. He was, he was slopping pigs. Can you imagine what he smelled like? He was dirty. He was filthy. He was tainted by the world out there. And the father put a robe on him to cover his face to hide us. That's where we get the When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, what does he do? He puts on, he covers up our filthiness and our ungodliness. And then he gave him a ring. We'll see that ring would be like, be like a signet ring. And, 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 and men of wealth and position, they had these rings. And sometimes we see it in movies with kings. We see it in, in the book of Esther, um, where this, the, the ring is a sign of authority and power. And so therefore, when the king offered you his ring, what he's saying is, I give you my authority. 
You have, the, you have the authority to work in my name. You are, it's just like you're one of mine. And I trust you with this. The same thing with, with, with the son. When he gave him that ring, he said, son. Now, if you remember the story, when, when, when the father embraced him, the son started, father, I know I'm not worthy. Father, I know, I, I know that I can't, I can't be a part of the family anymore. I've wasted, I've wasted, I've wasted your inheritance. I've wasted your money. I've wasted my inheritance. I have no more position in the family any longer. And father said, Then he started bestowing him on these, with these gifts. Now, this is not the exact order, okay? He gave him the ring, saying, you, don't, don't, I don't hear that servant word. You're not one of my hired servants. You're my son. And I restore you to your rightful place in the family. And this is rich, folks. I'm telling you, you may not think this is rich. Because that's exactly what Jesus Christ did in us when we accept him. He says, you're no longer just a servant. You're a son. You belong to the Father. Then he put shoes on his feet. You see, it was slaves who went barefoot. That's one way they distinguish between free people and slave people. Slaves were not allowed to wear shoes for the most part. I don't know what they did in Egypt. But they couldn't wear shoes for the most part. When he put shoes on his feet, he was saying, you're free now. You're no longer, no longer, no longer, you're free. You've been set free. Then, Rejoice. Kill the fatty calf. And let's rejoice. For my son who was lost now is found. He was dead. But now he's alive. That's what Jesus has done for us. Isn't that wonderful? That, and we don't, we don't ever need to lose sight of that. And see, all of this, let, 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 let me finish with this. I know this is really small. We are welcome to a place of confidence we've been give, given to us through, through Christ. Our Father offers us an authoritative right to be sons, to be children, to function in partnership with Him and extends his dominion over all the earth. No matter what we fight, whether the powers of hell or our own weaknesses, eventually victory will be ours. I thought that was a powerful statement. This is what we have in Jesus Christ. And this is what we need. Okay, so let's stop here. We'll finish with the second step. And uh, so we'll, we'll pick this up uh, next week. May the power of the Holy Spirit just rest upon you and may faith rise up in us as we develop our confidence in you, my Father. Now go with us and we go with you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.